Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode, like I always am, because I love getting on here and encouraging your hearts in the Lord, sharing scripture, praying over you, and just anytime I'm able to get on here and record, it's just an honor and a privilege. So thank you for being part of my podcast community. It is such a privilege to host this podcast and just to do what God has called me to do. So I pray that wherever you are at, in your life that you were doing the same, that you were just seeking the Lord with everything inside of you and that he is revealing more of who he is to you and his love for you. And I've just been so reflecting on that the last few days and reminding myself of his love, that it's everlasting, that it can't be measured, that it can't be taken, that I just, I can't even fathom the way that he loves me, but I receive it. <laughs> I receive it in its fullness because it is so good and it's what motivates me. It's what keeps me going, just knowing that oh, I belong to him and what a privilege that is to know that I am his. So I pray that you know how dearly and deeply loved you are. And actually, just last night, I was on a walk with my awesome friend, Chrissy. Love her. Shout out to you, Chrissy, if you're listening. And we were just talking about God's love and how it's so undeserved and so grand and so great. And so just, uh, it's, it, you can't even put it into English words. Sometimes you just, you just receive it and you walk in it. And so just so thankful for who he is in my life and, and just pray that you know him. So today, as I was just kind of sitting here at my desk and seeking the Lord and really felt prompted to get on here and record. Um, I was just asking him, like, God, what is on your heart for the podcast community today? And really felt like he was speaking to me about encouragement and how important that is for the body of Christ, really for people in general, but especially for the body of Christ to be encouraging one another, like how important that is, which I'm going to be reading you a ton of scripture today about that. And you can, and I encourage you to, <laughs> to look into it more yourself and to dig into the word more about why that's so important and why we need that for one another. And even today, as I was um, sending a word to one of my girlfriends and just really felt like the Lord put some things on my heart to uh, share with her, to encourage her. And she was like, this is so timely. I needed this. And so I encourage you, if you have something on your heart for someone, to not hesitate to share it because you have no idea how much one God wants to use you to encourage other people, but then also how much that person needs that and and needs to receive that word. And we're going to talk about timely words here in a second in Proverbs. And then I just think about my own life and and just you know when you get a a DM from someone or text message and it's just a word of encouragement and how timely and meaningful those words are. And I like to say, like, I'm a word girl. Words are very powerful. And we know, like the word says that uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue and that we have the ability to speak blessing or curses. And, and so that's what I always pray. Like, God, you, I want my mouth to be used for you. God set a guard over my mouth that I would only speak words that edify and encourage other people, that my words would be full of grace, seasoned with salt, 
And um, those are just different scriptures that I have hidden in my heart that I love to pray over myself um, just so that my words are, like I said, just glorifying God more than anything in the way that I talk about people um, and talk about and to people. And so, yeah, there's so much that could be said about all of that. But I want to read you guys 1 Thessalonians 5.11 in the NIV. It says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. And I love that so much because it's just a reminder to encourage one another, to build one another up, because like I already said, we need need that for each other. And I encourage you, if you are someone who maybe has never done that or stepped out in that way, ask God even today when you get done listening to this podcast, God, who who could I encourage today? And then don't over oh, don't overthink it. Like if he drops someone on your heart or someone comes to mind, then send them a message. Ask God, what do you want to say to them today? How can I encourage them? How can I build them up? Because it is just something we need to be doing. And I'm going to be reading part of an article here in a little bit that I found that I think is super helpful. And I love that part of that article says, if you don't know what to send someone, send them a scripture, send them an encouraging word out of the scripture, because that's, I mean, that's, you can't fail, <laughs> fail there because the word of God is always able to encourage us. So I'm going to read you Proverbs 15, 23. I'm going to read it out of a few different translations here. The New King James says, A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. In a word spoken in due season, how good is it? And then the latter part of that verse in the NIV says, How good is a timely word? How good is a timely word? Mm, I love the word of God. And then the Passion Translation says, Everyone enjoys giving great advice, but how delightful it is to say the right thing at the right time. And I know for me, like God has given me words for people in the past, and I have been like super anxious to deliver that word. And the Holy Spirit will like kind of, you know, I could see it like him putting his hand over my mouth, like, okay, not yet. And so just sometimes I just want to encourage you, sometimes we need to wait on the timing of the Lord because he may give you a word for someone. It may not be the right timing. And so the beautiful thing is that as believers, we have the awesome ability and privilege to hear his voice. That is scriptural. The word says that my sheep know my voice and a stranger's voice. They will not follow. And so that's in the New Testament. And so just knowing, um, settling that truth in your heart is going to be so important when you are stepping out and encouraging people and sharing words that you feel like the Lord has given you is first of all, knowing that you do have the ability to hear his voice. And then second, just to know that whatever God gives you is always going to line up with scripture and it's always going to have his heart, which we know is full of grace and mercy and compassion and love. And so I I've actually had told someone before, like you can, and I've said this a million times, and it's not a Janice original quote by any means. It's a quote that someone else said before that I just picked up on because it's so true that you can say anything. It's just how you say it that makes a difference. So you can give hard words to people and say things that maybe aren't easy, but if it's wrapped in love and you really are delivering it with the heart of the Father, which is grace and mercy and compassion, like you can say anything, but it's always how you say it, the delivery that's so important. And I love what Jamie Lynn will know. If you guys have not followed her yet, go do that. I'm sure you've heard me mention her a million times because I absolutely love her and what she's doing for the kingdom. And she has taught on that before about confrontation because inevitably we are going to have times when we have to confront one another and doing that in love is so important. And I love what she said when she said, um, if you feel like you have a word for someone or God has 
his giving you instruction to correct someone, to never confront someone until you have the father's heart. Because when we are stepping out and just delivering words kind of loosely or whatever, um, specifically words of correction without God's heart, it's so ineffective and really it's, um, it's not glorifying God. So, and I've had those times too, where I've had to confront people in love and it's not easy. It's uncomfortable, but you know, when it comes down to it, if it's going to help my brother, sister in Christ, if it's going to edify, encourage and comfort them and whatever that, you know, whatever that looks like, um, then it's worth it. It's worth getting uncomfortable for. So I'm going to read you guys 1 Corinthians 14, 1. I'm waiting for my, I've got all this up on my computer right now. So 1 Corinthians 14, 1, it is not loading, but it talks about pursuing spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy, especially that you may prophesy. And we know the word says, oh, it came up here. I'm going to read it to you straight from the word of God because I love the word of God. Okay, the NIV says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially that you may prophesy. And I think so many times, and I've taught on this before, but so many times when we hear the word prophecy, we automatically think, oh, someone who predicts the future or tells, you know, what lies ahead or what's going to happen and and that. But really, the gift of prophecy is detailed in 1 Corinthians. I'm going to tell you exactly where this is. 14.3. And it says that whoever prophesies is speaking to men to edify, exhort, and comfort. To edify, exhort, and comfort. So it's so much bigger than, than um, you know, telling someone what lies ahead. And even though that could be a part of it, that could be a word of exhortation, that um, it's so much bigger than that. So I encourage you if that maybe is is what you've been taught to allow the Lord to expand that uh, teaching for you, that understanding. And I found this article online, and it really expounds on each of the three, to edify, to exhort, and to comfort. So I'm just going to read you what someone else was already amazing enough to write because I was like studying this, and I'm like, this is so good. So it says, to edify is to enlighten, inform, or build up. When we are in a less than admirable or positive place a well-timed word of encouragement becomes a lifesaver, a joy builder, an impartation of wisdom or a light of revelation and understanding in a dark or indecisive place. So I love that. And it says, if, for example, you feel like you should share an edifying scripture with someone and aren't sure you can be and aren't sure you can rest assured sharing the word of God is never wrong, which we talked about a little bit earlier. And it says, so be free to share the word of God in an edifying way. Um, it may be for the present moment or for the future. Trust him and be obedient. Edification is always good. So I love that. I love I love the gift of encouragement. And I've had people say, like, you, you have such a gift of encouragement. And I'm like, we all should be operating in encouragement because we need to be that for one another. Even earlier today, I got a message from one of my great friends who was just encouraging me with the podcast. And, um, you know, and sometimes you think, you know, we think those things about each other, but we're not always bold enough or even maybe don't even think it's necessary to speak up and tell one another. But I encourage you, if you see something that you admire in someone or you see someone who is rocking it for the kingdom to encourage them, let them know, hey, I see you. I love what you're doing. Keep advancing the kingdom and pushing back darkness. Like that is something I absolutely love doing is cheering people on in their race. And so I know like with our ministry with Stirred Up, Anna and I are huge on 
talking about that, about staying in your own lane, doing what God has called you to do, but then championing, championing, that's a hard word to say, championing each other in their lanes, because we need to do that to say, Hey, I I love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm praying for you. I believe in you. I know that you have what it takes to do what God has called you to do because the word tells us that that's another a word of encouragement that the word says that he gives us everything we need for life and godliness, that he equips us with everything we need for ministry, that he gives us an abundance for every good work. And so just knowing that sometimes that's speaking that word over yourself to remind yourself that like sometimes God will call you to do something and you're like, I don't have what it takes. I don't have the resources. I don't have the finances. I don't have people like I don't have the manpower to do this, but to know if God has called you to do something, he will give you everything you need to accomplish what he's called you to do. And so I encourage you to do that. Even now, if you're thinking of someone who you're like, wow, they're like, I love what they're doing. And I've never let them know that, like do that, let them know, like that you admire what they're doing. And you have no idea how much that is going to mean to someone. And so I know that for myself, because like I said, I'm a word girl, words of encouragement is definitely one of my love languages. And so I encourage you to do that because we're all called to encourage one another. And so, okay, so we talked about edification. Now we're going to talk about to exhort, to exhort. So exhortation. Okay, so this article says to exhort is to urge, to press, to encourage, to entreat, or to urge someone strongly to do or believe something and carries with it a foundation of comfort and solace. So according to Webster's 1928 dictionary, it can also mean to warn or caution or to incite or stimulate or provoke another to good actions. So the primary sense of the word is to excite, give strength, spirit, or courage, to embolden, to cheer, or advise, which is kind of what we were just talking about. So I love that. Um, and I kind of, I love what she's saying in this next sentence too. It says, for example, maybe you have a friend, a coworker, and yes, even a stranger who is in need of advice, comfort, or good cheer. And Holy Spirit reminds you of something you learned in your life. Holy Spirit reminds you and you are obedient to share it with your friend, your coworker, and so on. So what happens? Life is released and they are stimulated in their emotions, their thoughts, unto good works and right attitudes. So I remember the first time actually as I'm reading this, it reminds me of the first time the Lord really used me to operate in prophecy. I was at a Big Daddy Weave concert and really was just, which I'm telling you, Big Daddy Weave concerts are my favorite because they are just straight up worship sessions. Like the presence of God is always so thick and tangible in their um, shows. I don't even like calling them that because I just feel like they're worship sessions. But um, whenever I've seen Big Daddy Weave, which I've seen them a few times, it's just incredible. And so I'm just like worshiping the Lord. I am I think I was by myself because I was volunteering at this concert. And, um, so then I had gone in after I was done doing whatever I was required to do and I'm worshiping the Lord and just whatever. And then all of a sudden someone on the, someone like across the room, God is just like zeroed me in on them. And I had never stepped out and given a prophetic word to anyone at that point. And this was several years ago. And I remember like the Lord just downloading this word in my heart to deliver to them. And I'm like, I don't know them. What are they going to think of me? Blah, 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 blah. And, um, So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say it because I am so like bent on being obedient. Like I just want to do what God has called me to do uh, regardless of what it sounds like or looks like. And who cares what they think? Like what if this word, you know, was exactly what they needed and, and I held back because I was too afraid of what they might think of me? No, thank you. So I remember standing there and I like counted to three. I'm like, okay, one, two, three. And I, I'm like, okay, my feet aren't moving. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so I did it like two or three more times. And I'm finally like, oh my gosh, what gives? So I made myself go over there and I shared the word with her. And it was just so, it was spot on. It was exactly what she needed. And then I actually saw the fulfillment of what I spoke to her like a year and a half later because we became Facebook friends. I really connected with her daughter at that event. And it was just, it was just really cool to be used by the Lord. And it's so funny because the more you step out, not really funny per se, but like, it's just interesting that, that like when you start stepping out into that, like it, it does naturally become easier and you learn like, okay, I know what God's voice sounds like. I know, you know, how to communicate his heart to people. And, and that's only going to be developed as you're doing it. And so I encourage if you have a word for someone to give it. And I love what one of, one of mine and Anna's mentors, she always like how she delivers words to people. She always gives an out. So she's always like, you know, seek the Lord. If this, if, you know, whether or not this resonates with you or whatever. And she's, you know, it's not like, I don't know. There's just no pressure there, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So if that's how you need to deliver a word, then do it and say, this is what I feel like God is showing me, you know, pray about it, seek him for clarity or for, you know, for the revelation or whatever that is. So love, love, love that. And then I actually, at another time, just thought of this too. I was at a Matthew Weston, Jeremy Camp concert, which love both of them, two of my favorites. And I was just, again, just worshiping the Lord. And all of a sudden I saw this lady coming down the stairs and then coming down our aisle. And I was like, am I getting like in trouble or kicked out for something? Like, I don't know why my mind went to there. It's like guilty conscience. I'm not sure. But anyway, she comes over and she sits me down and we just like are sitting there holding hands and she is just, I don't even know, just like speaking over me and just pouring out her heart to me and what she was doing was prophesying over me and um, everything she said was so encouraging, so spot on. And it was like outside of the Holy Spirit, there's no way she could have known those things about me. And like she was calling out my gifts and my callings and um, just it was just so good. And she was like four or five um, rows above me, I think. And yeah, she was just like, God's highlighting me to you and I want to be obedient. And so from someone on the receiving end, oh my gosh, yes. Like it was, it was so good and so encouraging. And so I've been on both sides of it where I'm delivering a word or where I'm receiving it. And it's just so it's such a beautiful thing to be a part of the body of Christ when we are functioning in the way that God designed us to, he, the way that he created us to, when we're not in competition, when we're not in comparison, when we're not backbiting and divisive and all those things that the enemy wants to try to weasel in so that we will not do those things for one another. Because he knows when like we are edifying each other, building each other up in the Lord, encouraging one another, loving each other the way that we're supposed to, the way that we're called to, that it's it's not good for the kingdom of darkness. And so, uh, yeah, not giving in to, to the ploys of the enemy and just recognizing his MO when those things do come up and not giving into them is so important. Okay, so the last part of prophecy is to console or comfort. So to console is to provide comfort or give cheer to a mind in distress or depression, to alleviate grief and give refreshment to the mind or spirit. It is to share what you hear from the Lord in order to give consolation to the hearer that the evils of life are temporary. Its primary sense is to give rest or quiet or in a sense to strengthen. So 
I love that. And sometimes, like we've said already, that's just sharing the word of God. Like, I pray that we do not discredit or minimize the power of the word of God. Just sending someone a scripture, make that even a habit every day. I want to send someone a scripture just to encourage. And I just, I love, 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 love the word of God and just the ability it has to strengthen and encourage me. And so a lot of times I've had people that will come to me and they're just dealing with depression and sadness and, and just heaviness. And a lot of times, well, most of the time, my first answer is, have you been in the word of God? Because for me, I found in those moments when I am like, oh, I just feel like I'm in a funk and I just can't get out of it. I will pop open the word of God and just start reading and letting it renew my mind because that is what it's good for. That's what it that's what it does. We are transformed by the renewing of our mind. And sometimes that transformation is just transforming us out of the funk state into a state of joy and peace and and understanding because I'm telling you, I'm not sharing anything new with you and saying that this world is crazy and it's not going to get better. And so just knowing that, man, when we are hidden in him, and we are looking to him as our strong tower and just reminding ourselves of the truth of his word and who we are in him and who he is to us and the way that he loves us and his faithfulness and his favor in our lives. And, and sometimes, honestly, like sometimes that just looks like reciting scripture over myself. Like I'll read it out loud over myself or I'll just let that word that I've hidden in my heart over the years, I'll just start prophesying over myself because sometimes we don't have someone to encourage us like in those moments where we just need it and we're by ourselves or we're not around other people or no one is reaching out to us we have to be able to encourage ourselves in the Lord that's so important too and yes thank God we have each other to glean from and to receive from but sometimes we don't like in those moments of desperation and maybe that's in the middle of the night when everyone's sleeping and you wake up and you're fearful or you're just stressed out or whatever your mind is just going 100 miles an hour. I've been there. To be able to encourage yourself in the Lord, to remind yourself of his faithfulness, to pray in the spirit, that is huge. Like I've had times where I wake up in the night and I am just, I can just feel like a spirit of heaviness or fear coming on me and just praying in the spirit and just knowing that we have authority um, over all of the power of darkness, every principality and power, and even the last week or so, like I've just been so reminding myself and really, I think it's the spirit of God reminding me that I am hidden in him. Like, and I will tell myself that you are hidden in Christ. You are seated with him in heavenly places and he is seated far above all principalities and powers and darkness. And so if I'm seated with him, then I'm above all of those things too. And I have authority. He's given me the keys to the kingdom to bind and loose. And that could be a whole other teaching about binding and loosing and the keys to the kingdom. And I don't have that exact scripture. You could Google it, but it talks about how Jesus has given us the keys to the kingdom to bind and loose. And so binding means to forbid and loosing means to permit. And so when you're praying and decreeing and declaring things, uh, that is just so important that you know that you have the kingdom keys. And God's been reminding me that even the last couple of years, really just revealing that to my heart and reminding me like you have authority like don't just take everything at face value like oh this is the way it is this is the way it will always be like no we need to start saying things like not on my watch like I had a situation recently with someone I loved who was going through a really hard 
a hard time. And I said that so many times, not on my watch. I'm not going to watch someone I love struggle at the hands of the enemy and just let him do whatever he wants to do in their life. And so I just began interceding and praying and binding things and loosing things. And it's so important that we know how much of a privilege it is that we have to be able to pray, to go before the throne with boldness, to be able to just and to influence situations, to know that we don't have to just take things as they come, that we have the ability to change things through our decrees, through our declares, uh, declarations, and through prayer. And there's actually a book I want to recommend. I'm going to Google it really quickly because I don't remember what it's called, but I know it's by Jody Hughes. And um, so I'm Googling it, Jody Hughes book. Uh, which book is it? I just read it. The King's Decree. The King's Decree by Jody Hughes. That book is so good. I actually um, just got done reading it not too long ago, and she really talks about the power of our decrees and our declarations and prayer and just a ton of personal testimony on the on the privilege and ability of prayer and like what God has done in and through her life. And so, I absolutely love um, just just love the fact that we have been given that authority and so not to take it for granted not to let it just sit on a shelf unused and so I love that I'm actually hosting a prayer night at my house tomorrow night the Lord laid on my heart to host a prayer night at my house and um he's like do it from midnight to 3 a.m and I'm like Lord I think you're crazy but I might be crazier because I'm saying yes so you can um Actually, by the time this airs, you may or may not have heard this. I don't know. But um, <laughs> if um, maybe on the next episode, I'll be sharing with you some testimony from it. And I'm just knowing and believing that he is faithful to show up and show off uh, when we set aside those times just to seek him and, and, uh, and just to chase after his presence. And we know his presence is within us, that it's always surrounding us and, and all of that. But there is there are times when you can just feel his tangible presence in a different way. And, and I'm sure you guys know what I mean by that. So just believing for that, for the ladies that are going to be coming over, that we are going to um, be able to have an awesome, encouraging and edifying time in his presence and just worshiping him and seeking his face and praying and uh, just going after whatever God has for us during that time together. So it's exciting. And so again, I just want to encourage your hearts to be mindful and and be intentional about encouraging other people. So even after you're done listening to this episode, like I said, ask the Lord for a word for someone. God, how can I encourage this person? I've done that before where I'm like, someone's on my heart, like Lord, I or or maybe they're not even necessarily on my heart. I just think of someone and I'm like, Lord, okay, how can I encourage so-and-so? How can I, whatever. And sometimes that's a written letter. I've done that several times. Sometimes it's a text message. Sometimes it's a phone call. So whatever the Lord leads you to do, just be obedient in that. And I'm just praying even right now that dreams and callings would come alive in your heart, that God would show you what he has created you for. And I know that God calls us to different things in different seasons. And sometimes we have a calling on our life that will last the entirety of our lifetime. And sometimes he gives us callings and things for a season. And so I just pray for wisdom for you, that you would know what, what God is calling you to in this season of your life and that you would just be bold and obedient, whatever that is. So I'm going to pray over you. And yeah, so thanks for tuning in and just pray that this 
episode encouraged you, would love to hear from you if you need prayer or just want to talk about any of this. I would love that. So make sure you reach out to me on social media and that would be awesome. So Father God, I thank you so much for this episode. God, I thank you for the gift of encouragement and the ways that you have used other people to encourage my life. And God, I thank you for the times that you have used me to be able to encourage other people, Lord. And I just pray for an increase in our lives with the gift of encouragement, God, that we would step out more, that we would be bold, God, that we would be people who have timely words to deliver to one another, God, that we would do exactly what your word says, that we would edify, encourage, and and comfort one another, that we would desire spiritual gifts, especially that we would prophesy, God, that we would build each other up like your word says in 1 Thessalonians, that we would be obedient to that, Lord. And I just pray that you would even right now begin to highlight people to our hearts and even me, Lord, right now, that you would highlight people to my heart, God, that I could reach out to and encourage today, Lord. And I just thank you for your word. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the gift of gift and privilege of being able to pray to you, God, and just have fellowship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram, at Just Janice Podcast.